This episode of The Patch is brought to you by Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus lets you binge on thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere, on your TV, PC, smartphone, or tablet. Support this podcast and get an extended free trial of Hulu Plus when you go to HuluPlus.com slash Rooster Teeth. That's HuluPlus.com slash Rooster Teeth. Mid-argument about this keyboard. The weird thing is, is you two were arguing there. About 10 seconds before that, we were arguing. <laughs> yeah, we were intensely arguing. And yeah. now we're all friends for the next 60 minutes. Nope. Hey. Yes, nope. solid. Alright, good game. Yeah. Nope. Alright, nobody wants to do it with me. Fuck off, <laughs> So here we are, talking about uh, games again this week. It's Gus, Bernie, Gavin. Hello. So, uh, <laughs> Nintendo Direct was today. I guess they had some announcements. Yeah, they, uh, they, they, I got the update on my DS le- early or late last week, and then they just came out with the Nintendo Direct, which is their version of, like, Macworld. Right, For yeah. if, you, if you've never stayed up to watch Nintendo Direct. I don't watch any of that stuff. What's Macworld? I just, I, I, <laughs> it's where they go and they say, hey, everybody, we got a new trash can. Plug it in. That's <laughs> Macworld, basically. So, uh, the, the, the newest update for the 3DS firmware adds that new Street Pass relay function. Yes. Which, now that I did read up on. Which is interesting. An interesting change to the way Street Pass works. Right. What because does the relay pod mean? Before, you had to come in close proximity to someone who was also using Street Pass in order to exchange your information. Now, when you go to like a Nintendo zone... In fact, whenever I walk in the office with my DS, I always walk up to Gus and I'm like this. You, you, that's not what you do. You literally just, grab it and rub it on me. <laughs> you literally take your 3DS and rub it all over me. Your 3DS is valuable now. It's not it's got, necessary. It's, on it. um, it's also has missing a layer of the plastic thanks to his acidic skin. <laughs> so now, when you go to like a Nintendo zone area, basically your information stays there for a while. So anybody else who comes by and accesses ah. that access So you point. like leave a virtual ghost of yourself. Right. After you leave. And then other people can pick that up. So right. it's easier for uh, that information to disseminate. Since you don't have to actively be next to someone. Because day to day, if you carry it with you, you you never run into anyone. Yeah, not in the US. In Japan, you get a lot of people. Mm. And uh, But I, I can tell you that I did already hit one of those Nintendo zones. The Austin Airport has one. Oh, okay. I know there's a, like, uh, a lot of like McDonald's, Starbucks, like a lot of chains like that have them as well. Yeah, oh, so it's, not a, it's just a network, is it? It's like Wi-Fi networks that are certified Nintendo zones that your uh, DS will automatically connect to. You don't have to configure it. So let me ask you this. Like, Kindle has a thing, too, where when you buy a book on Kindle, it like automatically downloads the book via the cell network. Right. And they, I guess they have some kind of leased space on the bandwidth spectrum with cell phone companies or specific cell phone companies, but we don't know who that is. Right. It's just you automatically get that. You don't have to pay for like any kind of data, data or anything. It's all built into the price of the book. So like, does Nintendo have that where they, they lease uh, space on a Wi-Fi network, a public Wi-Fi network? Like, who's the partner there? Right. Well, I'm I don't think Nintendo went around installing routers everywhere in the world. No, I'm sure they just whitelisted the existing routers that were, or the existing access points that were at certain... Restaurants or, or for coffee ins- shops or whatever. And, well, the Austin Airport has no free Wi-Fi, right? Which is a that's ridiculous. That's stupid. We should have free Wi-Fi at this point at the Austin also, Airport. Also, the data on my phone doesn't work there anymore. Really? Like data service anytime at the airport? Like, oh great. So it's just a it's just work. a hole in the yeah. My the telephone part works, so yeah. it's great if I want to call 1998. I mean, they're all <laughs> doing fine. Do you know how? I didn't even bring this up yesterday, but we were looking for a new building. We were looking at a great new building. Oh. Everybody likes it. Oh, I and noticed. I noticed. Everybody likes it. No signal. No. So here's what... Oh, what? What'd you notice there? Yeah, there's no signal in there. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't notice that. The, the like, as soon as you walk in that building, you go from, like, full bars to nothing. You pull uh, off. You don't move into a Faraday cage. <laughs> that'll, be, uh, that'll be helpful for productivity, though. Yeah. To find a way to like, if you find a building that doesn't get Reddit, that would be awesome. Like somehow, like that building, you just can't go to that site. How much of your life do you spend on Reddit? 
Me? Yeah. Not as much as I used to. Not as much. We well, block I, that. I do not use Reddit. But everyone, every time I walk around the office, there's like Reddit screens up yeah. for random stuff. I just stop myself because I know I'll get sucked in for too long. And I shouldn't say that because I actually do use Reddit. Uh, there's a subreddit called gaming, r slash r slash gaming. And I do use that for topics on the patch. There's a subreddit and called, like, was it Rooster Teeth or something? They, well, yeah. They talk about us there. Right. There's a subreddit dedicated to us. Why, do you guys talk about that a lot? What? What do you mean? <laughs> anyway, what, when we were at the building yesterday, what I did was... One of the things that is important to us, which you can relate to, is when we pick a new building, you know, we can spend a bunch of money and move in and realize, oh shit, we're right in the freaking flight path for Austin Airport, uh, and we have airplanes going ahead, going overhead all day. So I pulled up, remember my Fog of the World app I've talked about, which shows me unlocked where I've been, mm-hmm. and you all guys also get on me because I use it when I'm on the plane, and I like track myself on the plane. I could literally see the flight path in Austin and where the flight path goes in That's relation. That's actually really, that really clever. That was exceptionally useful. It was useful, useful and, and I, did, I thought that motherfucker didn't turn his phone off. But <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's useful, useful information. So how was the flight path? It was like, wow, it's right over, it's like 2,000 feet away. And so we went outside and watched, and sure enough, there goes a plane right through there. You know what's really weird is that um, that app, if you put a phone up against the window, you can catch GPS data. And you can't load the map unless you're on the plane's Wi-Fi. But I have these little dots as I travel right. across to LA a lot. And then when you land, does it fill out all the gap? No. no. It's just once you zoom out far enough, you can't tell that it's like it gaps it a little bit. I just don't think it's meant to track anything that goes over like 80 miles an hour because it's meant to be used in a car, not meant to be used in the yeah. upper atmosphere, yeah. you, know, you know, whatever, 600 miles an hour. Or, but plane goes, what, 400 miles an hour? I could go up to 600, I think. Really? It's like putting close to speed of sound. Yeah, I think the uh, some of the big jets go close to 600 miles an hour. Cool. Didn't some planes go faster than sound? The Concorde did. Yeah. But it had a big problem in that one time when it went to take off, it didn't. And it the went big- into a hotel. It flipped over. It had a thing where it, like a piece of tire from another plane was on the runway. It like flicked up in the it tire into it. the engine. Into yeah. the engine. Yeah. And that somehow caused the engine, caused the engine to somehow go faster. Uh, and then it like it, Super it, when it went to take off, it went off and it went. It did a full backflip essentially, yeah. and then slammed into. Fast cars do that sometimes. Yeah, they, they just get, get sick of the road. Yeah. Whoop. Yep. You know, I, somebody told me who works on elevators. Um, you know, people have a fear of dropping in an elevator. That's what they were showing movies. He told me it's actually a, a, the way el- most elevators are designed. It's a bigger concern that the DC motor that runs it will just start to do what's called do runoff where it can't stop and it slams into the top of the elevator shaft. So everyone just hits the roof. Or will bust through the roof and like land sideways on the roof. The whole car goes up through and I lands. I've seen out of uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh yeah, except <laughs> it doesn't keep going. And nobody gets a chocolate factory at the end of it. They just get <laughs> just a concussion. Put, they should put a load of bags of chocolate on the rooftops. <laughs> just, just in case. case. <laughs> so everyone feels good about it. You're hanging off the back over there. What happened? You're hanging off the back. Oh, um, I got it here. Uh, I'm, I'm doing mic maintenance so, here. So uh, one of the, the big gaming news things that came out today was that John Carmack has joined Oculus Rift. That's really interesting. He's as the CTO? Yes. But he's still Chief Technology Officer. Have any of he, us- he put out on his own Twitter, he said, my time is dedicated to Oculus Rift, id, and Armadillo Aerospace. He's got the space company, too. Right. So this means that Oculus Rift's going to be delayed even further now. Oh, get out of here. Did they, I mean, what's like the development time on an id title? Seven years? I think Eight we determined years? that Doom 2 to Doom 3 was ten years. Yeah. So Oculus Rift will be out in five or six. We determined that here on the patch, didn't we? Because we were yeah. figuring out how long it had been since Half-Life 2 came out. But it, it works, though, now, doesn't it? But the Oculus Rift? Yeah. Yeah, but now Carmack's evolved. Well, just ship it. They're going to rewrite it. Rewrite the engine. <laughs> Have, has anyone here actually used one? Yeah. Nah. No, but I almost used one at E3. 
So I almost have you a story almost to tell. I, I almost have a story to tell you. Yeah. I, I saw one once. <laughs> I, saw, I saw it on a web page and I held it like this to my face. So it was almost. The I've, same thing. I've been seeing Let's Plays with them, and uh, obviously the game footage looks fine. It just looks like they have a yeah. like, much smoother thing. But people always green screen themselves into the video. So in the bottom corner, there's just a dude like doing this. He's like, now nah, we're gonna, and it's just like the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. I don't know why people film themselves using it. I don't know why anyone uses it. Yeah. But I don't know why people worry about how dumb you look using the Oculus Rift or any kind of VR, because you look dumb playing a video game no matter yeah, what. Yeah, but you're just sitting there versus doing around, you know, doing a Stevie Wonder while you're playing the fucking but game. You must take getting used to that, because to do a 180, you don't turn your head all the way around, do you? I guess you look to the edge. You, and it you like would look turns. and it would like lean like this, so you just end up going like, by the way, you also made playing a video game look better. You did this. You, hey, I'm playing a video game, as opposed to this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, should, I never should, want photos should, of me playing video games, ever. We should make ever. gaming masks that you put on when you're playing video games. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a picture of your face smiling. Yeah. That way you can just have your stupid face <laughs> on under it. And if anyone takes a picture of you, it just looks like you're sitting there smiling, having a good time. Uh -huh. I was watching Michael play a game that I'm not sure if we're allowed to mention. And uh, he was just doing this, and I, and I sit kind of behind him, so I see him from the side. And uh, I just watched him go, and he like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was like, oh. mouth I feel, hanging I open. feel like I have that problem. I drool all the time. Michael has a lot of saliva, something I've noticed. It's a, yeah? I I've never noticed that. I can relate. We were, we were, we, Gavin and I just got back from VidCon, and we were at many of those parties where it's just like, you go somewhere, and if it doesn't smell like an open sewer line, it's usually in a club or something, and yep. they're just blasting music. Yeah, at like, you. like, yeah, yeah. And then everyone's screaming <laughs> over the top of it. I always feel like I'm spitting on people at those things, like because yeah. I'm just like talking yeah. so forcefully. I, I actually talk out of the side of my mouth at those things. It's like I talk like this, just to like a I mic. Spew that yeah, way. I try not to look at the people. So if we're talking, I'll look down like this and talk like off to the yeah. side, yeah. so that I'm not spitting in your face. And, and with a girl, it's actually a lot easier to talk to a girl because you don't care. You just because, spit. No, no, because you can kind of like get in like this, right next to her head. I'm gonna just talk at her ear. With a guy, it's kind of weird. It's a little weird, do you With think? It's fine, do it. Yeah, let's you wanna go like cheek From cheek. now on, whenever we have to talk, let's talk like that. We have a business <laughs> meeting. So it's like, so, what's your Q4 look like? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to try that next time. <sighs> yeah, but I think that's the whole point of why they do it, is so that people will eventually get closer to one another. Yeah, you know? they're trying to make everyone shag each other. Also, if you've ever been in a, if you've ever been in a uh, like restaurant or a club where they don't play music, it's just the, the the sound of people talking is more annoying than anything else. It's just this constant buzz. Yeah, of and then there's always those people who talk way louder than everyone else. You're like, what the fuck? Oh, I usually do that, and then the music stops, and I'm like, why do why do people just talk? A rash why do people something. talk at that volume though? Like it's normal. It's bigger than a. It's louder than regular volume, it but is. it's not maximum volume. Like nobody ever talks screaming at the top of their lungs. Like why do they just decide to talk slightly louder, but not that much louder? You adjust. It's loud enough to get your point across. Not really, though. Not really? No, you have to get right in there. Oh. You get in the ear. I guess, like, to try to save your own voice so you don't, like, yeah. lose it. You don't shout yourself raw. So you're talking about delays. Did you read about, uh, this is not necessarily a delay, but it, they were talking about how long it takes them to make an iteration of the game. Did you read the release date on Street Fighter V? No. So they make new versions of Street Fighter all the time, but they're usually, like, some like expansion on like Street Fighter well, Two, Street Paper Turbo. Street Fighter Two came out in 1990, and they're right. only on four right now. Right. So it's a bit of a lag. So Street Fighter Five has. They said you can expect it in 2018. <laughs> That's five years away from now. That's just. When did four come out? Four came out like 
two or three years ago. I just, look at them, they're ramping it up. What is the time frame of just ridiculous? Like, if you said this is coming out in 2025, it's like, all right, I, I'm not going to think about that. Like, what's I think 2018 is titles of a movie. Like, how long could you wait between movies? Well, what's the, what was the gap between Return of the Jedi and Episode One? Yeah, does that count though? It's not really That's a weird. Sequel. I've never. There's never been a movie franchise where they have two trilogies. Hmm. Like they kind of restart it. I uh, think the longest might be 2001 and 2010. 10. That was like 69 to 85 or something like that. Hmm. I think Dumb and Dumber, the next one is pretty big gap, isn't it? It's like going to be 19 years or something. Yeah. Tron. Tron? Oh, Tron yeah, was really yeah. long, 82 to whatever year this is. Was it last year? Two no, years it was two ago? years ago. 2011, Jesus. I think. Yeah, no, Tron 2. Yeah. That was ages ago. It was like 2010, wasn't it? Maybe 2010. Yeah, whatever. It's probably like 18 years on that. Yeah. And then if they, or 28 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. And if they said, you can expect the next one in 2038, I'd be like, <laughs> okay, I look forward to that. <laughs> I hope I live that long. <laughs> I hope I make it. I'd like to see that movie someday. At that point, Tron won't be futuristic at all. <laughs> Yeah, but in the past. Were, were you like growing up? We grew up in a big street or fighting game era. Were you a Street Fighter person? Mortal Kombat? What did you play? Street Fighter. Please don't say Killer Instinct or no, no. Time Splitters or not. What is it? Time Killers? Did you ever play that one? No, I don't think oh, I've heard of that. I'll show you. A clip no, I played of tons of Street Fighter. I Me too. I still remember seeing Street Fighter Two for the first time, like being blown away. Was that? Is that the fucking, what was it, uh, the gold mine was wow, the was arcade that, the first, that we had. Wow, that was a big franchise of arcades in the malls. Was that yeah. the first sequel mine. that you saw or something? No, just like the, the game looked so good to me at oh, the time. Yeah. And it seemed like such a Well, the weird thing about those junk. games, they're all real sprites of pictures of people, aren't they? Like all those Street Fighter games and Mortal Kombat. They're actually people, like photos. Mortal Kombat them. is. Mortal I mean, Kombat's more like that. You're right, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking with actual mocap. Yeah. And like I, the I dude who plays. Blanca is a real No. <laughs> no. No one could be that green. <laughs> and the, the the Goro, the four, the four, shut the fuck up. The the Gore, uh, the um, the forum, the guy, forum Goro. dude, Goro in uh, Mortal Kombat. He was stop motion like claymation, dude. I've seen some of the behind the scenes pictures of that, where they show them like doing the stop motion and working with that model. I think they were like trying to sell the model for charity recently or something, or it just got it like they found it somewhere, like something like here's the Goro model from the original Mortal Kombat game. And, some dude had it with the little sticks on the hands and all yeah. that that's shit. That's funny. And, I, and like the guy, uh, the Sub-Zero character is, is like four other characters but with different colors. Isn't yeah, like Johnny Cage. Yeah. No, he, the guy who did the original mocap, I think the guy who did Johnny Cage also did... Could you call it mocap back then though? I'm pretty sure they just took like three, Video? three pictures of, of a dude. One like this and one like this and one like that. <laughs> Performance cap. No, I mean, they, 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 there was some, some animation, some fluid motion to it. But it was, it was probably just video. Yeah. yeah. And I bet nobody was documenting the moment that that was happening. I wonder if the guy's even aware of what he was working on. I'm sure. Really? I'm sure it wasn't like, I'm sure it was people who worked on the game. It was probably developers. Right, yeah. And that's, yeah, I guess when you're seven pixels high, you don't need to hire anyone. Yeah, when you only have like five <laughs> frames of action, yeah. it's like, you can make a punch look realistic. <laughs> people are not, because I mentioned time splitters, people are not saying in the Twitter feed that they want a new time splitters game. Does anybody really want a new time splitters game? I want splitters a new game? Goldeneye. I played the first time splitters. Yeah, but it, I played it too, but it wasn't good. Yeah, it didn't leave an impression on me. Yeah. I mean, we made a video for MTV way back in the day with, with Time the Monkey. Clips, with the Monkey, yeah. I, I don't think I even saw that. Yeah. It's, uh, Did you put it on the website? No, there was, there was a couple of videos we made for MTV uh, back in the day that we then gave to MTV and they never used them. I think they ran them like, on TV a couple times, like some of those promo videos. And uh, that was one of them. So, and we never put them up on our site. We learned very early on, and this is relevant to video games as well, we learned that when someone pays you to make exclusive content on the internet that never do that. Because what exclusive means is that you're excluded. Because like, let's say we make something for MTV. We did this with Panics actually. We made a couple episodes for MTV. 
It goes up on MTV.com. Then everyone watches it on MTV.com, grabs it, and posts it everywhere else else in the world. But MTV but doesn't have it. <laughs> MTV doesn't tell them to take it down. And so the only pr- people who are honoring the exclusivity of MTV.com is us. So it basically looks like we're the only people in the world that don't have that video. That's so, funny. Yeah, we learned that way early on, that exclusive content So on would you always write into contracts, we can post it on our site as well? At the very least, we can post it on our site, knowing it'll go everywhere else, yeah. thanks to the audience anyway. So That's a different world now. What do you mean? I think people would want us to post it on our stuff. We I think like they a- did that back then too, yeah. yeah. It's just like, it's a different world because I think like the networks well, or whoever pays for the content realizes <laughs> having it exclusive to their site is a bad idea. Yeah. Considering that our site gets about 10 times the traffic of MTV anyway, or MTV2. Yeah. Who are proud sponsors at Ruby. Thanks for <laughs> sponsoring, guys. Um, so, I, I, have you played this Shadowrun Returns game that came out no, uh, a couple weeks ago? No, Kickstarter game, right? Yeah. So, I bought it on uh, Steam, and uh, it's pretty good. Did you ever play the old pen and paper Shadowrun? No, that's what um, uh, 1-800-Magic is based on, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Pen and paper. Yeah, it was like it was a game like Dungeons and Dragons with books and dice and shit. And like that, that was that was what the game was based on. Yeah, so the, the the game now is very true to the old pen and paper. Was there a giant talking tree? <laughs> That's uh, that was that was that was the other <laughs> Shadowrun game. But uh, it's, yeah, it's got a hex system. You build your character with different stats, different classes. Uh, is it Fossa Studios that made it? No, no. Uh, I don't know who made it. I don't. I'm not sure who made it. So didn't was it Fossa bought by Microsoft? They make the Shadowrun video game. Right. Uh, they were bought by Microsoft. I don't know if it was specifically for that. And but. then, they, but then they were dissolved after Shadowrun came out, like literally the week that game came out. And then, so where does the rights to the Shadowrun game go from there? I I'm, don't to- know. I'm totally I'm, taking away from your story. I'm, I'm, uh, no, I'm just talking about it. it's a good game. Uh, Harebrained Schemes is the studio. All right, um, you talk so about how good the game is. I guess is. one of the guys, one of the developers, is a guy named Jordan Weissman, who was the creator of the pen and paper game. Okay. So he must retain some rights to it, which mm. is why they can uh, they can make it. But uh, it's really interesting. It reminds me a lot of XCOM, where you run up, you hide behind things, you use cover, you shoot, you have different weapons with ranges and stuff, and you try to flank your enemy to get around cover. So because this is based on the pen and paper game, it's all turn-based. Yes. That kind of makes a lot more sense than the FPS version. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's the kind of game I like, that turn-based, you know, move between cover, shoot, you have, you have so many actions, you can move. Uh, like, that's the kind of game I love. I love that shit. Is that uh, your favorite genre of game, do you think? Yeah, turn-based strategy games are definitely my favorite. I've talked about it before. There was an old turn-based game that came out, I think, like 2000 or 2001 called Silent Storm, which was like a, a World War II turn-based game, except that as time as you play through the game, eventually the Nazis get like miniature mechs, like little like soldiers, like super soldiers wearing like robotic armor and stuff. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty neat. That what? that was the, like the last great. I wonder what the generic game video game enemy would be if the Nazis never happened. Zombies. Yeah. If the, yeah, zombies or are the if new George Nazis. George Romero never happened. Yeah, I wonder what it would have been. Yeah, if, like you didn't have zombies and Nazis. What would you do? Russians. <laughs> like Die Hard, they're still fighting Russians. And you know, Russians they don't give a shit. They're yeah. like, Okay, yeah, go ahead and fight us. Sure, guys. Yeah, <laughs> keep fighting. Us. Whatever. Uh, We're gonna pirate your game anyway. Yeah, but fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny how there's those like archetype enemies. That's like no matter what, you can always depend on that group to be the bad guy. It's like it's enough universal. Universal hatred will hatred, yeah, supply like, enemies oh, every, and videos. Yeah, everyone will be okay with fighting this enemy. Yeah. Can you play, I've always wondered this, can you play, like, when you buy Call of Duty in Germany, do they have the Nazi zombies in that, the, the extra game types in it? Because this mean, is all it's Nazi probably called cons- something else. Would it though? Oh, yeah. I mean, Germans aren't Nazis. But they, they can't display swastikas. I think they ban all they form of no. Nazi entertainment. Yeah. yeah. I don't think, I see that actually, I don't see many swastikas in games. 
Yeah, that's probably why they do it. And then if any game that has a swastika, when they have a German release, they have to replace that asset <laughs> just with something else. They just turn into a big thumbs up. <laughs> Kevin Free, more swastikas in games, please. <laughs> that's his request. You want to hear about the, the long history of Fossa Studios? Yeah, yeah do I would you? love to. Yeah, a video game developer that was founded in 1995 by the tabletop company Fossa Corporation. So they bought the video, there was a video game developer that was founded by the tabletop company. Uh, and in 1996, Fossa was bought by somebody else. In 1999, that company was bought by Microsoft and acquired Fossa. Uh, Fossa was officially shut down Fossa. September 12, 2007, with only the community manager and technical support manager positions remaining active to support their games. Well, that's nice. Microsoft subsequently licensed the rights to produce electronic adaptations of Fossa games to Weissman, who is currently heading a venture called Smith & Tinker. Weissman's the guy here who there we go. Uh, is in Hairbrain Studios. So he then sold it and then licensed it back to them to make it. So that's pretty interesting. But you know, do you remember why Shadowrun failed as a game? Uh, I think, I don't know if you can point to one thing, but there's oh, no, I sing could. no is single it player. Is it because PC and Xbox could play at the same time? Yeah, that's one of the only titles ever where PC... I thought that was good. Is that, that's not the reason you're talking about, right? No, I think the reason I that, that cool. Shadowrun failed, it was, uh, it was primarily an Xbox title. Um, at least I was a big Xbox gamer at the time. I remember being a big push by Xbox because Microsoft Game Studios games. Um, and it came out on the Xbox. It was a multiplayer only game. So uh, no campaign. No campaign, no single, single player at all. Might have had bots, but it was only like the, basically the matches. Um, and it came out, it released retail as a multiplayer only game the same week that the Halo 3 multiplayer beta was online for free. That they, ah. that when it debuted. Nobody. That'll do it. Yeah, and it was the same studio, right? It's Microsoft Game Studios. It's, mm -hmm. it's like putting out their retail game, multiplayer only, and they also put for free the biggest game in the universe, multiplayer beta. How many people bought Crackdown because of that? Do you think? Yeah, I don't know. We talked about that last week because Crackdown is free right now for gold oh, members. Yeah. yeah, it's the free game right now. I, I have not redownloaded. I'd love to revisit and play it. I download. I miss Assassin's Creed too, but I have a hundred percent of that game, so I'm not too worried about that. I just uh, I started the because you, you, once you've press confirm purchase, that's it. You can then download it at a later date. Yeah, it's yeah. in your So that's what I've been doing. I've not downloaded any of them, but I've just purchased all of them. It's a good way to do it, because then they leave yeah. otherwise. Are you doing that with your PS3 games too? I have you, my PS3's in the UK. And you're not PlayStation Plus, are you? No. You want to hear what the PlayStation Plus games are this month? Go for it. Sure. They haven't said, uh, have released, um, you know, what order they're coming out in. I don't even know if they're staging them, because on Xbox uh, Live, gold members are going to be able to get Crackdown, and later this month, they'll be able to get Dead Rising 2. Okay. Um, like halfway through the month. It'll switch out. Uh, PlayStation Plus members, for free, they get Hitman Absolution this month. Good game. Good game. Uh, Runner 2, Star Wars Pinball, Machinarium. I've seen that game on Steam all the time. But I've never played it. Um, and Dark Stalkers Chronicle. So that's pretty cool. That's a good offering. Hitman Absolution is a pretty new game. I've right? never gotten into the Hitman series. And I've, I've talked to Gavin about it, how I want to jump yeah, into it. I've talked about it. Like, it's, which one should I start with? And might be my favorite one. I would actually play the first one. <laughs> There's a couple of franchises in this company that I associate with specific people. You, like, you associate Hitman with me? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, Dead Space, I associate with Jack. Hitman, for me, was up there with Halo in terms of my excitement for sweet new Hitman game. Then the third one came out, and it really, really disappointed me. <laughs> really? Hitman 3, contracts, sucks. Mm, that stinks. Yeah. Are you one of those guys, like, you try to go through and get, like, it's... Aren't the contracts based on whether you can do it stealthy, and mm -hmm. then, yeah, and yeah. all that? It, the, the games got better as well. Like, you got to the point where you could make every kill look like an accident, and that's always fun. I kept a chandelier on a dude yeah. in an opera house. Yeah, you just yeah. end up, like, every time you start a new level in Hitman, everyone does the same thing, I'm convinced. You just walk around and just watch. You see where, you see where everyone goes, you try and find where your target is, you look at the environment. And I think that's a really interesting way 
to, to do a first playthrough of a level. I mean, FPS, you bust through the door, you're shooting everything, you're not really right. paying attention, and then you're done, and you probably never play that level again. So it's interesting well, to have like two different runs that you'll make through the same level. What I always think about you know, when you talk about going through and really examining a level, mm -hmm. is I think about, like as I'm running through an FPS doing stuff, I'll like stop every now and then and look at something and be like, someone has yeah. sat down and took an hour or two to make this door, you know, right here. And if I hadn't stopped to look at it, I'd never notice it. Yeah. You know, it's all these like little assets and little That's actually that what I, I really liked about Portal 2. Portal 1 was just kind of puzzle game with a really kind of thin story to it. Portal 2, there were so many rooms where you couldn't shoot a portal, it just kind of forces you to look around. Like that first time you land back in old Aperture Science, I was playing with surround sound headphones on a big projector and I was just amazed. I was just like, I just wanted to look at everything. I didn't want to go into the next room because I wanted to see everything. It's amazing how engrossed in that story I, I became. Mm -hmm. It was cool. Typical inspiration for Machinima. If you ever get writer's block or stumped, I would just get in there and like wander around in the map and just see like yeah. what the environment inspires me to we do. We did that for the relocated miniseries. Yeah. Which was just, you kind of vaguely gave the idea of what you want it to be, like kind of like a return to basics stuck in this map. So we just looked at stuff in the map, like we looked at those beacons in the top of Valhalla. It's like, what are they doing? Yeah, so we decided that that would be the, the I don't know, power generation or something. And I remember one of you, them was you wanted to go vertical. That was really important to you. You wanted to go like have some verticality to it, like Griff going all the way up that yeah, pylon. Yeah, it was funny that he was on the top of the face. I still love that thing with the smack too. How we edited that to be like a crunch. Yeah. Um, well, you're talking about Portal and Portal 2 reminds me about the news that uh, apparently Left 4 3 development was... Left 4 Dead 3. Is that what I said? What you said, said Left 4 3, but that's Le okay. We knew what you meant. We knew what you meant. I got, I got shit going on in my brains. Uh, Left 4 Dead 3 development was leaked by a tour at Valve. Right. So it was just a picture of a screen. We probably have it, right? We have a picture of a screen, and one line on the screen was something about changing a about time. L4D3 yeah. networking. I'm amazed test. they don't have a code. Yeah. A code it, but it also, this is it. Oh, thanks. There it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a, uh, a Dota tour. Like it was some. Yeah, they said it was people who were there for the, for the international, which is the Dota 2 uh, tournament. Right. And so, they were just taking a tour, and they were told by Valve they could take pictures. And, you know, would. Us, it's their fault for having that on the screen. I guess. I mean, is it that big of a leak, really, to know that they're going to work on Left 4 Dead 3? I think it is. You never know what Valve are doing. Valve I mean, never make threes, do they? It's, it's, I think it's, it's a huge deal. It's interesting, but I, I wouldn't call it a leak, would you? Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an information leak. I mean, Valve yeah. didn't announce that they were making it. No, that's true. I it's, would say it's, it's information leak. that slipped or out. Or did they? Did they? Or is that their picture? I bet what? Gabe Newell taught that, took that picture. I'd say if it's a, a he dressed up as like a Dota two <laughs> player. Fucking this guy, he's in there with the with the with the with the rest of the team. But it was funny because they said uh, the the article that I read um, basically said sharp eyed tour uh, member captures a photo that says yeah. you know Left 4 Dead three is be in development. But it was like part of a gallery of like twenty photos the guy took. I'm you know he did take a picture of that screen. You, was like you, you're wondering log. whether he actually saw it until he posted it. I think it. giving that guy like <laughs> like too much credit for leaking it, like, like he did it intentionally, you know. Yeah. I mean, give the guy credit, he took the photo, but I'm saying I don't think he was going out of his way to leak something. Yeah. You know, and, and I, it, it kind of it probably makes the guy feel bad because he got this tour of Valve and he took all these photos and somebody found this Left 4 Dead 3 line buried in this changelog. Yeah. And, and Source 2. And the exposure wasn't well, they, great. They've talked about that, haven't they? But the fact that Left 4 Dead 3 is being developed on Source oh, 2, okay. you know what I mean? There you go. So, I, uh, I don't know, it'd be interesting. Which three would you be more excited to see of all of the potential threes that Valve could make? I would like the idea of people shutting the fuck up about Half-Life 3. I would like that. So I think I might be more excited about Half-Life 3. 
just to get everyone to shut up. Yeah, also, I mean, I really do want to play, I want to see where that story goes, and I want to play new things in Half-Life 3. Honestly, I still play Left 4 Dead 2 to this day. I'm very happy with that game. So that's a weird thing that a game can be so good, you're not really anticipating the next version of it. I think people it. anticipate story-based games a lot more. Yeah? I yeah, mean, well, they want to know what happened. Yeah, Left Half-Life 2, Episode 2. Yeah. It's kind of an exciting ending. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you were left on a cliffhanger, essentially. And people want to want to have a resolution to that. Are you okay? I'm yeah, getting, I just I'm got a note, note from off screen that says, it doesn't say, it doesn't say stop posture. It doesn't say stop yeah, slouching, yeah, it just means thing. make your mind up. <laughs> Let's get this board over there. Let's show this board. Yeah, I gotta see this These thing. These are the kind of things that... It says keep one posture. Here, <laughs> that's that's like the most... <laughs> like, Gavin, shut up. Stop slouching. I get excited. Brandon's I... mad now. He's just talking about the board defeats the purpose of having the board. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of our it's, point, it's, Brandon. It's behind the scenes footage or information so people know what we're, how professional of a system we have here. Actually, it's, it's a, a whiteboard. Very, very thin line between audience and creator. What else does Brandon complain about? Let's do some of that. I'm surprised that uh, I'm surprised we had a marker for it. <laughs> we weren't just like whispering very loudly to each yeah. other. Usually, it's, a, it's JJ just drawing obscene pictures and flashing them at us. That's usually what happens. Is it JJ who draws them normally? After we make. I thought Barbara's the one who showed up and. Dicks on there. And Chris. Uh, here, let me read this before we go on. Uh, I want to remind everyone this episode of The Patch is brought to you by Hulu Plus. I'm sure you've tried Hulu.com, but I want to tell you about Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus lets you watch thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere. Stream it on your TV or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. Why stand in line or ride a train and just stare at your feet? You could be watching your favorite shows on Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus is a great way to binge watch your favorite shows. Hulu Plus has tons of episodes from great comedies like SNL, Community, Modern Family, South Park, Red vs. Blue, and thousands of other shows. Hulu Plus is only $7.99 a month. That's $7.99 for all the shows and movies you can watch. You can catch up on current shows, binge on an old favorite, or catch a great movie. You can do it all on Hulu Plus. And right now, you can try Hulu Plus for a couple weeks for free when you go to HuluPlus.com slash Rooster Teeth. I'm going to say it again, HuluPlus.com slash Rooster Teeth. I had people asking me the other day. They were, they, they were trying to go to hulu.com slash Rooster Teeth and it wasn't working. It's yeah. hulu.com slash Rooster Teeth because it's the Hulu Plus service. There you go. So make sure you go to hulu.com slash Rooster Teeth. I think it's the most times I've ever said it. Hulu.com slash plus. Hulu.com <laughs> slash Rooster Teeth. <laughs> so you want to hear the actual line from Left 4 Dead's thing? Go for it. Change Left 4 Dead 3's test networking unit test to use the dev <coughs> test level again. Ran a search free and it's uh, that's and it's bracketed as being source 2 and then also below that source 2 restored left 4 dead 3's dev test unit test <laughs> the guy likes the word test ran locally six times without an assert there may be some dot 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 so some that's, what it's like that's the radical information that is literally everything we know that has set the internet abuzz about left 4 dead 3 that Ted Carson reset the dev test so great job Ted you fucked up you did that <laughs> Do you think I, I think probably they told people, look, don't put anything on the change log today about Source 2 or uh, Left 4 Dead 3. Let's see if there's anything else in here that we know about. Dota 2, DLC. It just says DLC though, right? Add option to skip adding the auto grant. Add option to add more lines of DLC. More, <laughs> lines, more lines of DLC. Making games sounds pretty boring a lot of the time. It ain't easy. It takes a long time, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's a... Uh... Probably well. It's definitely well. Some games it's a much longer lead time than making movies. Yeah. Like it's how a, how long is principal photography for a movie? Like a month or two. 
Ah, a bit longer than that. Principal usually. photography can be like two to three months, or yeah. you know, two months is good for photography. But then making the movies a lot longer than yeah, that. Yeah, you got maybe a year and a half. Also, there's almost, there's almost always reshoots, yeah. which come after a lot of the post-production. They'll come reshoots out. Pickups. Pickups. Producers hate the word reshoots because it sounds like you're wasting money. Oh. So now the new word is like pickups. They're not reshoots. They're it must pickups. be an American thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. I, some... I want a lot of reshoots. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're reshooting this stuff. So I, my my, my uh, work on Sherlock Holmes was actually a reshoot. Oh, was it really? Yeah, the company that did the high speed came in before us and messed it all up. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Allegedly. We, we fixed it. You think Robert Downey Jr. is pissed? He's like, we already shot this. Yeah, I already, I already ran through these woods. Yeah, we, the the, the forest already exploded around me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm already done with this. <laughs> so, uh, before we get way far away, which we already have, but I want to pretend like we're close to talking about it. The Nintendo Direct thing, the, the Street Pass. Cheek to cheek. The Street Pass relay. With some loud music on. You always did it. I always put his ear. The thing about it, though, I read about it in the update, which I got today on my DS. It doesn't, like, stack. It's only you. So if you go buy the thing, you pick up one person, and then you go into the stack for the next person, the relay. But you can't go buy a relay and get, like, four or five people. Oh, so it's just one at a time. <laughs> it's just one at a time. Which, you know... It's better than zero. It is better than zero, which a lot of times you get in the U.S., but... Except when you go to a convention, and then it's like a smorgasbord. I don't know if I've gotten a single person since coming back from PAX Australia. I've gotten you a couple times. Yeah, I mean, well, aside from, like, you and Ashley. Didn't you say yeah. there was a little achievement for getting five women in a row? Yeah, yeah. So there's a, they call, I think they call them accomplishments yeah. on DS. And so there's an achievement for, like, lots of different stuff. One of them is to street pass five men in a row, and there's a different one to street pass five women in a row. Called the easiest accomplishment in the world and the hardest accomplishment <laughs> in the world. And I, I had that thing for, for, I think, eight months I was doing Street Pass. And uh, I got the five men in a row right away at PAX. I mean, like, instantaneously. So it was one of the first accomplishments I unlocked. Mm -hmm. There was no way ever that I was going to get all five females. So can you pick... Got it the first hour in VidCon. <laughs> That's great. Really? That says VidCon a lot. is so female. We should make some uh, Craigslist posts asking for five women with 3DSs to come meet us at a hotel room That'd so we, we can get so accomplishments. So does it literally have to come in that order, or can you pick five women nope. who are, like, around? Like, you, you can get ten at a time, and you have to have gotten five sequentially. You get five in that ten, and it doesn't count. You have to get five in a row. Yeah, it's, it's in the order you meet people. There's also another one to get three people in a row who are all playing the same game which was probably way easier when there was like two games out for the DS. Yeah. It's, it's also easier once there's a big title that's launched. Like when Animal Crossing came out, it was yeah. everyone's playing. I got it Pokemon X and Y will be a huge one for that as well. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> I might play my first Pokemon game on the DS. I finally. think I'm going to play it. Dude, I'm going to catch all the Pokemon. You're going to? You're going to show people <laughs> See, your it's Pokemon? Harder, it's, harder <laughs> to, it's harder to jump into it now because there's so many Pokemon. When I... Whoa. What does that mean? When I first played Pokemon, I played Pokemon Yellow. Uh, and there was 151 Pokemon. Okay. Now there's like 500, 600, I don't know. I think well, the you new don't even know. Got... There could be a thousand Pokemons. Yeah. Why, why is that harder or why is that worse? Because you got to know which ones were good and which yeah, ones were Yeah, but we don't know. We're playing for the first time, so what yeah, does it matter? Yeah, but there's so many of them. You, it's hard to keep track of what's good and what isn't. 150, by the way, is a lot of Pokemons. <laughs> Pokemon. Pokemons. 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 You look at like a... I mean, it's just like playing Borderlands. There's like millions of guns. You look at each individual one and you determine which one's better. Same thing. No, you can't really do that though. You have to kind of decide whether you want to catch it first. What do you mean? To catch a Pokemon, you have to whack the hell out of it until it's almost dead. You can only have one Pokemon or something? No, you can, no, you have, can, catch you can, them get, you can get all yeah. of them. So then what does it matter? You catch it and then you figure it out. 
Yeah, I guess it's more in it's terms of- It's called playing the fucking game! It's more in terms of deciding which ones you're gonna use in your party. Why? You I thought you get them all of them. You can't use all of them at the, the same time. But you gotta time. catch them all. You have a Alright, we're done. Next. next <laughs> no, next, you next. have a library of Pokemans, and, <laughs> and you put them in- You catch a Pokemon and you put them in the thing, right? The Pokedex. Yeah, you get a Poke Bucket and you just pour them all it's in. It's a Pokedex, I know what it's called, right? <laughs> Pokebucket. <laughs> Pokedex. <laughs> so, and you don't whack them, you battle them. Like, you, you see one out there, you're like, oh, you fuck Pokemon. Yeah, and then yeah. you go, I'm gonna fight you with this guy. Yeah. And then you battle. Yeah. And then you win that Pokemon. you get your guy to whack it. Or oh. splash it, or burn it. And then they pass out, Or a right? bit of Psychic. Or if you're a magic up, you can just splash. I gotta play this, <laughs> I gotta play this game, dude. I can't believe I'm I've never totally played Pokemon. I'm totally gonna get laid less because of this. Because of Pokemon? <laughs> I don't think I've ever publicly admitted to playing Pokemon. Uh, you know, actually, that's true. I don't know that I ever knew that you played Pokemon. Played Pokemon Yellow. You know, the guy. I even had the bloody thing. The uh, In the back of the N64 controller, you could get like a shoe looking yeah. thing. And then you put the, ge the game in that. I used to play Pokemon Yellow inside Pokemon Stadium on my TV using my N64. Really? Yeah. That's badass, dude. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, the guy who, uh, the guy who would uh, help me out at RTX. And was uh, we all had kind of like a personal guardian to help us get from one place to another. You did. You didn't have somebody helping you. No, I did. Okay, I was just making you sound like a douchebag. I just make you sound like a douchebag. <laughs> like um, and so the guy who helped me, I, I met him at the very first RTX, and I remembered him because he was a professional Pokemon player. Like at sixteen, he'd won what? like ten thousand dollars playing Pokemon. There's so a far. competitive. Hey, you battle Aspect. people. Big fucking deal, dude. Big, uh, PAX Australia <laughs> right next to us. I'm pointing at you because you went there. PAX Australia right next to us. They had the Nintendo booth. And in there, they had Pokemon tournaments, tournaments all the time. Really? And they were a huge deal. The best thing about that booth was that they had tons of power adapters for 3DSs. Yeah. So you could just go and like plug your 3DS in and charge it. Best thing about it for me was that everyone in there had a DS and it was Street Pass. Like, I mean, you could just sit there and like rack up 10. I 10, feel like 10. the DS or Nintendo is going to be the first people to introduce wireless charging as like a standard. I feel like I have wireless charging in a way on my toothbrush. Yeah. Because it doesn't have any like ports or anything. Yeah, you like just put that. it on the stand. Yeah, my toothbrush yeah. is the same way. It's yeah, induction charge. Oral B Triumph. No, well, mine's a, a Sonic Care. There's uh, no metal pins that you're touching on other metal pins. No. You really? Just put it in the thing. Whoa. And that's it. It's like a little cradle it sits in. There's no. It's all plastic against plastic, and then it just charges it. I'm gonna buy it. And that's been in that way for like ten years. Yeah, I've, I've had. I've got yeah, mine. I've had for. Five years. And I've always wondered why more stuff isn't like that. Like, why can't I just set my? Yeah. Now people can tell us. They're right to us say they have these things. Like, there's Duracell makes one called Power Mat. It's really not, though. You have to have a case, which then connects to the bottom of this thing. Yeah. And then there's lines on the back. You have to line up the lines and I will never plug it. I will never attach anything to my iPhone. I'm always caseless. So if, if that technology isn't inside the phone, you can shove it up your butthole. Yeah. The, uh, I don't know why you're talking about that. I guess we're talking about batteries. It reminds me that uh, at PAX Australia, that they had uh, Energizer had a booth there. And that that guy dressed up as the Energizer battery who kept trying to photobomb our fucking pictures. He was so mad at that dude. I was so mad because we had to keep retaking pictures. Like we were, people were waiting in line a long time, and this fucking asshole keeps coming by trying to get in our pictures. Okay. Someone was dressed as a battery. Yeah, because it was a dirty. That was there's an Energizer booth, yeah. uh, like a little down the way. Why were they dressed as a bunny? Uh, maybe different marketing in Australia. I don't know in Australia. Do you think they have the bunny? Probably not. What, what, the fucking what Energizer the, dingo. They might. Wait, wait, you have the en Energizer bunny. Right. What do you have? Duracell bunny. What? There's no Duracell bunny. That's what the bunny is. It's for Duracell batteries. In the UK, the mascot for Duracell is a bunny? Yeah. And it's, it's like bunnies racing, and then the, the bunny without the Duracell one just collapses, and it's like... Oh, in, in America, it's a, uh, the Energizer bunny has a drum. Like, it's like a little drum. It's like a wind-up toy. 
and he never stops moving because he always has an energizing battery. He keeps in going and going. Do Duracell Bunny. I'll look up Duracell Bunny right here. Can't <laughs> fucking show it. Look it up on that thing. <laughs> oh yeah, duh. <laughs> Energizer. You know they might not have a bunny <coughs> to represent. Uh, wow, yeah, there's a Duracell Bunny. What the fuck is that? So the Energizer Bunny copied the Duracell Bunny. How I do imagine you know that it started in the UK first? Because the UK came shit. first. Oh, bullshit. We invented UK and then you invented America. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why you cut to that. <laughs> <laughs> is, Yo Mary, is that Yo Mary in there? <laughs> that look like... I'm trying to find it. I, my screen's all fucked up. So that's the Energizer Bunny you're looking at. Yeah, we, yeah. we all I've know what that, that is. Finally, you can finally cut to me. So that's the Duracell. That's the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> I, okay, I've never seen that before. So I'm going to look up the Duracell Bunny. <laughs> You've lived in America for like six years at I don't watch point. TV, though. They haven't uh, had the Energizer Bunny in a fucking 15 years, probably. Hey, this is Duracell Bunny. That's the there Duracell Bunny? Yeah. Got a battery on his back and everything. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's a meerkat. There you go. There. Well, you're terrible at using a computer. You, I just want to do point a, that out Do a you. computer. There you go. Duracell Bunny. It's the, well, the, 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 the resolution. I wonder which one came first. The resolution. He's like an old man. It's all the <laughs> resolutions. It's all the pixels. They're getting in the way. They're blocking my Pokemon. <laughs> mm. what, what do, you, do you think we could do an ambush interview with you about Pokemon? Is that something that could happen? They, they, there was at one point where I thought for sure that's what people were going to ambush me about was... Pokemon. I don't know. I know shit about it. So the most what, I know about what Pokemon. Is one? What is a Pokemon? Yeah, it's an animal. Yeah, it's like a little miniature fighting animal. And then when you fight them, they they whoever wins goes in the in the thing, the case. How do they get in the ball? They go you in there. And you them. ask you them to go them. in there. Yeah, but how do you fit them in? They just clap, and it goes yeah, in. If it's Pokemon, like a magic thing. If Pokemon is this big. Are they that big? I thought they were this big, like a teddy bear. Well, even still, that's bigger than what you just did with your I don't know, that's magic shit. That's, they shrink in there, right? And they live in there. And it's bigger inside than outside. It's like the TARDIS. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm being serious. <laughs> this is my understanding of Pokemon. And uh, when you fight them, whoever loses, you own that Pokemon. And then he lives with you forever. And then like, you get in a fight and you go, I'm going to choose you. What if you lose the fight? I don't know. You're I guess you lose game, your Pokemon. You lose the fight. Wow. You lose your Pokemon. Right? You have to restart from a save? I guess, I guess in the game you probably don't lose your Pokemon, but the Pokemon you're fighting gets away and they're hard to find new ones. Because like, oh, this thing occurred, like a Charizard. Don't just fucking smile at the camera, explain it! <laughs> you don't, if you fight someone, you don't gain their Pokemon. Oh, you don't? No, they faint, and then they go back to hospital, and then you go to the, <laughs> the Pokemon hospital where you heal all your dudes. Yeah. But you can only catch a wild one. That you in the games I played, anyway. And then ones you encounter in the wild. Yeah. Okay, and then if there's you, different... If you try and uh, throw a Pokeball at another trainer's Pokemon, they'll, like, kick it away and tell you to piss off. Really? Yeah. Can you can, if somebody throws a bunny, you kick it away and... They just don't do seems that. like a plot <laughs> hole. Like, fuck like fucking off, inconsistency. Yeah. Um, <laughs> People are so mad about me saying Pokemon. <laughs> Have you seen the trailer for that, uh, the game, that Kickstarter game, Seven Days to Die? Oh, is that, is that the zombie one? It's like DayZ meets Minecraft. It looks like everything that's good about all these indie games in one... What the fuck ever happened to Fortnite? Anyway, go ahead. What's they, it called? They they, it's Seven Days to Die. And that was one in the demo where they showed the different strengths of different materials. Like, right. wood could only build out so far before it gives way under itself, but metal could go a lot further. And then, if you and then grew, it's affected if you by weight. Structure, yeah, yeah. If you put weight on it, it could collapse. And, then, like, hacking down trees, it will, like, it looks amazing. Yeah. I'm not sure how... Like, you know how when you first play Minecraft and you're kind of so into it for so long, and then you figure you've done everything, it's like, I, I don't want to play anymore. I wonder how quickly that happened in that game. Interesting. Well, it seems like it has. Uh, Have you reached that point with Minecraft? No, I mean, when I was playing on the PC, I was just like, I've 
done everything. Well, it seems but like that's a pretty robust the game. Right. Uh, multiplayer, and you can just play with your friends, like surviving. Yeah. Like in Minecraft, sure, there's like creepers and stuff at night, yeah. but that doesn't seem like as big of a deal. Like this is like actual. Survival. And, and the difference between day and night in that video as well, where in the day there's just a zombie like kind of strolling around. I didn't realize it was a zombie game, to yeah. be honest, until they cut halfway through the video. It's like, oh, there's zombies. And he's like plodding by, like checking a the mailbox. There's yeah. a zombie just right there. And then it cut, it's like hard cut to a night. And it's like. Well, that's one thing I didn't like was that the terrifying. zombies became fast at night. You didn't like that? No. That's like, the interesting it, interpretation, though, is that they're slow zombies during the day and they're fast at night. Yeah, it's like, like, like the, dead the, rising. What they said is that the sun weakens them and that they're slower and they're not as. I don't know, not as coordinated. Yeah. That's when night comes. Were they faster? I don't think the Dead Rising they changed at night. They were so stronger either. at night. Their eyes just glue glued. They glowed at night. Uh, they were harder to kill at night. Were they and they were to faster kill? to grab you, I think. Were they? I, I mean, I know so. it was a big deal when you transitioned to night in Dead Rising. That was a very big deal. It but did a little cutscene. I just thought it was creepy. Yeah. yeah. That and was because of the, uh, the worm in the The head. wasp. The wasp. Or, yeah. Yeah. That game was weird. game was weird. Yeah. It was a wasp in the first one, right? Not a worm. It was a, it was a wasp. Yeah. That game was too hard. No, no, it game was The great. first boss in that game, I, he rinsed me. It took me forever to figure out how to... It, like, what was it, the fucking clown by the roller coaster or oh, something? Oh, yeah, so With good. With the two chainsaws? Yeah. Which were amazing when you got them. If, you got, the, if you got them and you got three magazines, yeah. you would use that chainsaw for the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah. Because it would bolster. I think my second or third playthrough, I think you told me that, and I was like, oh, I'm... Dead Rising so good. There was also some good. bitch on a bike who would just drive yep. and smack you over, and you couldn't... I couldn't fight her. I didn't know how to do it. That's like the first fight in Dead Rising 2 is you gotta fight this guy who's got a bike with chainsaws on the hand on the handlebars. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. It's yeah. just, yeah. It's that game hard. was too stressful for me. That game is like, uh, I thought, um, we've talked about it about a billion times, but State of Decay, I thought, had the best balance between melee weapons and pistols and, and firearms, where I actually felt like I could use my gun and it was better than using a melee weapon. Like, I could effectively like pop, 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 pop. It oh, took a while for Dead Rising at the level where I could shoot stuff in the head. You never use your guns in... State of K, it was just the car for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, the car's the best thing ever. But also, you hit, like, four zombies, and your car's dead. Yeah, it starts smoking, and then it catches yeah. fire. It goes really fast. Pickups are good in that game. They last a lot longer. Yeah, and yeah the vehicles definitely had, like, different health meters, yeah. so, like, different, different number of zombies you could I Also, if you opened your door, it took away a lot of the damage it did to your car, yeah. just if you had your door open. There was a... I read a lot about State of Decay, because I pissed up my first playthrough, and I wanted to be really efficient on my second playthrough. And they were like, just be aware... Cars are finite. They will run out. If you trash all the cars, they don't respawn. So I was like being really careful with cars. And then uh, I think two times in a row, I drove around a corner, flipped the car into a ditch, and broke it. I had them twice in a row. I was like, <laughs> God damn it. Well, there's like, still a lot of cars were, in yeah, that game. They were just my close ones. They were like my go-to cars, and I just ruined two of them immediately. So depressing. Yeah. No, that's the worst. Like one, I, I did something similar. The first car I ever had... Uh, I was trying to drive back to the church instead of following the road. I just tried to like go off road. Yeah. and got it like stuck in a ditch like that. I was like, well, and then for the rest of the game, I would walk by like, there's the car I can't use. It's stuck it's in this like, ditch like this. And you can't get it out. There might as well just be a giant middle finger that just points at you from the car. Yeah. After you've rolled it. <laughs> Have fun walking, dickhead. <laughs> Jog on. All right, so we got about 15 minutes left. Uh, <coughs> a couple things I want to talk about. Um, it's not really a gaming thing, but it's kind of relevant to the audience. Uh, did you guys see that the Ender's Game trailer, the second one, came out? You know, I've intentionally avoided watching any of the Ender's Game trailers. Have you read the books? I've read the books. Okay. I don't want why the would movie you to... I don't know. Like, I, don't want, I don't want the look of the movie to be spoiled for me or anything. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I've seen, like, that one screenshot of Harrison Ford, like, in the uniform, and okay. that's it. That's all I've seen of Ender's Game. To me, it looks pretty good. It looks pretty faithful to the book. Um, I will say that if you've never read the book, don't watch the trailers. That's all I'm going to say. It's like there's too much information in the trailers. Oh, are there spoilers in it or something? 
<laughs> okay. Yeah, there's, yeah but there's, there are some things like that where they're only spoilers if you know that they are spoilers. Yeah, that is true, it but is now also, they know, so they shouldn't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it is also, well, I guess you can make the same argument about Game of Thrones, but I was going to say it is also an old book. I mean, when did Ender's Game come out? 70s? Yeah. Early 80s? What's yeah, that, that book, I mean, that book was old by the time I read it. <laughs> mm. No, it was old by the time I read it as well. Um, <laughs> no, I'm younger. No, I'm younger. <laughs> Uh, published date, 85, so not that bad. Okay. So I guess I read it like 90. But uh, it seems like it's an older book than that even. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But uh, it's a great it's a great book. I would recommend even... When, when does I, don't that, think, I don't think the... Of course, we haven't seen the movie, but it looks pretty faithful to it. I would read the book. When does I would that, always recommend reading it. When does that movie come out? Is that this fall, like October, November? Yeah, it comes out pretty soon. I think it's an independent movie. Really? JJ, do you know who's... Was Ender's Game independent? JJ's a film guy. He doesn't know. And JJ was asleep. Ender's Game release date. So whenever we do November the November 1st, 2013 <coughs> in the USA. Whenever we move the patch, we move the couch for RT Podcast over there right behind the cameras and JJ just chills out the whole time. Uh, we're on the patch. Yeah, well, JJ was up late editing a... Uh, what, what Let's Play? Minecraft or GTA? It was uh, The Ship. Uh, okay. Ship. So he was up, up late edit, making you look good. Cheers, JJ. Uh, so Ender's Game, you said November 1st? November 1st, 2013. What, so I like this thing that's been happening lately where we start to see like blockbusters and big movies not just releasing in the summer. When things release around the holidays and Christmas time, I really like that now. You know, to go back to our sponsor for today's podcast, Hulu Plus, uh, that has changed more, I think, for TV than anything else. Remember, all new shows started in the fall. Yeah. And that was it. In September. They, yeah. And then they ran, there was maybe a little bit of a break uh, in December while they ran holiday programming. And then they finished up their season in the spring and there was nothing on this, nothing in the summer ever mm-hmm. on TV. And now stuff's peppered all the way throughout. I think the proliferation of cable networks helped that. You know, when yeah. it was just the big three networks, they all aligned their programming against each other. When, when did Game time. of Thrones kick off again? March or something. Yeah, April. not till early next year. I remember yeah. they were shooting it before the last season ended. They were shooting the next season. I thought they only greenlit season four. The day after episode one of season three premiered. So I guess, yeah, they had ten weeks, two and a half months to wrap up. Yeah. Um, Breaking Bad's coming in the summer as well. Breaking Bad's coming in, like, next this week. This Sunday. Yeah. Oh, We're really? doing a spoiler it? cast about it on Friday. Yeah. Are you? Jeez. Yeah, you're on it. Am I? Yeah. Hey. It's us three and Jack. Uh, I'm shooting something else that day. What? Yeah, they just told me I'm shooting something else. He's not shooting anything else. Sorry to, sorry to tell you. What are you shooting? What's that? What are you shooting? I'm going to tell you. Let me tell me. Well, it's a thing. I mean, it's right. the thing we've announced, but... All right, we're we're going to have a spoiler cast. It's the Bunchburg. Bernie may or may not be there. But I, I want to be there. He wants to be there. But, but he's only, I'm only finding out well, right J- now. Jack has okay. the biggest boner of all of us. Oh, my God. Yeah, Jack. Well, just don't point anyone else me on the, the spoiler yeah. cast, because Jack will be... We'll find someone else. Who else watches Breaking Bad here at the office? I know Jack does. Jordan does, doesn't he? You and I. Brandon says he wants in. All right, there you go. Brandon. I'll see what I can do. I've I've, been, I feel like I should watch a lot of Breaking Bad before that, too. I've been, wa- I've been binging on it again. What? What are you sure? It's just a new show. Don't fucking, show. don't fucking say it. I mean, sort of. All right, whisper he'll, to the he'll mic. He'll tell you in 10 minutes. And I'll listen it to would it. Not, when I say new show, it wouldn't be surprising to anybody at the, in the audience what it is if they said what it was. And you're not on it, so we know it's not immersion. So it's uh, something else. Ooh. But it's not... I, I, listen, I always hate the like, pre-hype for stuff, because then it's like, yuck, 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 yuck. So... If Brandon, really, Brandon really can like, tell me my year if I can tell him what it is. I like not knowing about stuff. I like not knowing about stuff that's happening in this company. I, I, I saw a video the other day that I didn't know that we had made. Like, I didn't, I never saw the script for it. Has it come out? And I didn't know thing. No, I saw a cut of it. And I was like, because like, I was looking over the cuts of stuff, and I was like, what? I completely missed this, you know, because <laughs> it was when I was down in Australia. Ah. Uh, yeah. 
I thought I heard uh, a door open too. Yeah, I saw you looking over late. there. Okay, uh, so I want to talk about real quick before we get too far uh, into quitting here. Too far uh, into quitting. The uh, I, there's a big blog going around about a lot of game developers are passing around. It was on Game Industry GamesIndustry.biz, uh, an article by Rob Fahey talking about um, his title of his "Enough of the Games Media Shock Jocks." Basically, the the lesson takeaway from it was. If we like this stuff so much, why do we spend our time hating it? Meaning games. Like, why do we spend our time bashing games, hating game culture, hating on one another if we like all this stuff? And it's like watching these game developers pass that around. It's I see pretty gratifying to see everyone finally catching up to basically the attitude we've had here from day one, yeah. which is we only talk about stuff that we like, and we don't sit here and tell people they can't like. But stuff. also, shouldn't you just ignore it? What do you mean? Ignore criticism. Yeah, but they're talking about the people who create the negative conversation, like the games media people who, like themselves, are like the guys that go after like a Phil Fish and like, say, yeah, like the guy who, yeah, egged Phil Fish out. Yeah, and, and they, you have what, to give us an answer. You're a dickhead. All this stuff. What were they annoyed with Phil Fish about that caused him to? He didn't give a quote uh, about the Xbox One supposedly not having indie gamer support in in the platform. So as a guy who was at the forefront of indie gaming, um, I recently just saw Indie Game, the movie, mm -hmm. uh, and watched it. Um, they, they said th this person, the annoyed gamer, ba basically said, you have, to, you have to make a comment about this. And we just like, harassed Phil Fish about it. And somebody else, too. I think it's the guy who made Braid. That was the other person he was talking <coughs> Jonathan Blow? Yeah, but the, fi the Phil Fish thing is the one that But blew isn't up. it easy just to keep your head down, make a game, ship the game, and then move on to the next game. No, exactly. I totally agree with that. But I think they're more addressing the, the guy who hounds a developer saying, you've got to give us a quote. When well, the answer is... To, I mean, yeah, no, you don't. Like, you don't have to do that. Yeah, just don't. Yeah. I don't know why everything kicked off so much there when it could have just been ignored. No, it could have been ignored, but you can't ignore the fact that like, there's, there's a lot of hate directed. Yeah, it's, it's an ongoing undercurrent in video game culture and in video game media. It's like, like death threats and all that stuff. Well, yeah. yeah, like you have to hate stuff in order to appreciate stuff or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't know if you want to talk about this. I mean, this borderlines or borders on, on this kind of topic for us, which is people keep asking us when we got Bioshock Infinite. Um, we were talking a lot about it. We were excited about playing the game. We talked about when, when it's done, we'll do a spoiler cast. Then you and I played it, and guess what? Neither one of us really liked it all that much. And yeah. so people keep asking us, where's the spoiler cast for Bioshock Infinite? And both you and I are just like kind of staying quiet about it when we're not going to do one because we don't want to sit there for an hour and talk about how we didn't like well, these elements plus, of the game. Also, the if, if, I mean, if, even if we do that, I'm fine giving my opinion. Everyone's going to say that. <laughs> Everyone's going to refute our, our opinion. Right. Like we're not entitled to our own opinion. This is going to explain why we're wrong. That's exactly right. And why do it's like one of those things? It's like why dedicate an hour of our time and our audience's time when we we know we don't like it, and we know the people who watch it are going to watch it because they like Bioshock Infinite and they're going to want to talk about it. Yeah, you right? might give the time to a game you really like instead of a game you think is medium. Exactly right. And it's like then like we're going to have the audience show up here and listen to us tell you tell you why you shouldn't like the game essentially. And people who if you like the game, that, great. You know? People who listen to it are going to be fans of the game. Yeah. Right. And they're or people pissed. who haven't played it, but I imagine people who are interested in Bioshock will listen to it and then they'll be they'll be annoyed. Yeah, yeah. people who will tune in. Tune yeah. in. To watch it, yeah, and it's like, and then it's like, if there are people out there who would agree with us and don't like the aspects of the game that we didn't like, I don't really know what we get out of like them finding us and like, yeah. look, here's someone else who shares your negative yeah, that, opinion. That of tiny game. percentage of people. Yeah, listen, obviously we're in the minority. Uh, you know? And maybe if you know the Buried at Sea DLC is compelling, and if I'm wrong about it, maybe or if we're both wrong about it, we we'll talk you, about it then. But you hate the fact that it goes I back to Rapture. I don't like the fact it goes back to Rapture. Why? Uh, like I said, it's. 
I feel like the Rapture story is complete and contained. I feel like if they go back and talk about it more, it's gonna fuck something up for me. Like, mess up the story that exists in Right, like I'm not gonna like Bioshock yeah. anymore because something gets screwed up. Like, I love Bioshock, was not a fan of Bioshock 2. That can definitely happen. Yeah. I, like, Taken 2 has made the first Taken movie crap to me. Just because of like the way the character acted in Wait, the sequel, it's like even if you think about like Star Wars, yeah. loved episodes go. four, five, and six, Prime and then the new prequel comes out, you're like uh, overall. So it, are they the same experience. universe? The is it the infinite universe the same as the DLC? Is this DLC one where it goes back to Rapture the same as the first two game universe? Yes, yeah. asterisk. Yes, basically. Yes. Did you play Infinite? No. Okay. You, I think you should. But the weird thing is, I think you should play it. Yeah, absolutely. Play, tell you what, play that game on easy and breeze through it and see the storyline, because I think it's a relevant storyline, uh, and a lot of people are really taken by the storyline. Yeah, Down I mean, I, 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 I would not saying? tell anyone to not play the game. Yeah. I think you absolutely should play it. So yeah, try it out. We, I'm sure we have a copy here at the fucking Achievement Hunter office. Although you were looking for one the other day, you couldn't find one. I really couldn't. <laughs> There's one I right really over couldn't. there. Mike, one. <laughs> Michael gave it to me, because we were right showing there. the DLC on the patch. Last week. Oh, that, uh, that, there's a box over there. I don't Fuck, know if there's I gotta give that back to him. Oops. Oh, is that his copy? That's his copy. Oh, he's gonna be living. Yeah, he had it. <laughs> so, yeah, I gotta, I gotta give it back to him. So hopefully now that uh, RTX is over, we can get back and start doing some, some podcast Let's Plays again. Yeah, that, no, I, really? Because that'd be fun. I, I want to. Play, like, I, my time just got fucking eaten up. I want to play Last of Us. That'd be I, a fun I've one. been wanting... They're gonna have DLC soon. I really? think when the DLC... They're gonna have uh, some single-player and multiplayer DLC. Ooh. I think when multiplayer DLC hits, really? it might be... I hope time. it's an arena with a trailer for another DLC coming out in a few months. <laughs> I mean, that's the new model. Some board mode. <laughs> we should do tons more podcasts, let's play. They're yeah. really fun. That was fun. We should just do more. And we need to do more to get like better at it, you know? Because we, we've been out of practice for a while. My favorite one is still the one we did on uh, Left 4 Dead Survival Mode. Way back in the day, where we're just <laughs> yelling at each other. Survival guys. They're fun. They're, a lot of, they're definitely a lot of fun to make. And speaking of Last of Us, is it a spoiler to say something that's not in the game? Like, I thought something was going to be in the game, and then it wasn't. Dragons? I'm going to say specifically here what I thought was going to be in Last of Us, because I know a lot of people felt this way. You played through the whole game, yeah. right? Okay. Next 30 seconds, I might teach something I thought was going to be in the game, is not. If you consider that a spoiler, stop watching our shows. Uh, it's also a game that's been out for two months now. Yeah. <clears throat> I could have sworn in that game I was going to fight infected monkeys. I thought they were setting up to where I was going to be fighting a bunch of infected monkeys Why? in this one well, place. Well, like from 28 Days Later. Because you're reading, you're, you're hearing all these like journal entries and there's shit moving behind you. Like you're like, what was that? What was that? And you're kind of looking around. I, I got to know if anybody else felt that journal way. Journal entries about monkeys. It's, it's part of the game. It'll make yeah. sense. But that's a part of every zombie story. Monkeys? Rage infested monkeys. Did anyone else in the world think that in, when you played Last of Us that you were going to fight infected monkeys? Please tell me that right. you did. I, I, I 28 Days Later came from the chimps, right? Rage. Rage is in the chimp, and Shaun of the Dead is kind of hinted at the same thing. Like they cut to different news articles. And right. They say rage infested monkeys, and then cut to a different one. Oh really? Say mm. rage infested in Shaun of the Dead. Something like that. I haven't sure. seen that movie for a while. Are you gonna see uh, World's End? I will. Yeah. To complete the Cornetto trilogy. You know they showed it at Alamo just recently. Oh, they did. Uh, well, speaking of early looks at stuff, did you know that? This guy has a copy of Saints Row 4. Someone's actually excited at the prospect of Brandon being on the podcast. Really? Brandon, you have a fan. You did it. What, read, read out what that says. Yes. More at Mr. Farmahini on podcast. Hashtag the patch. Solid uh, comment. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got, a, I got a copy of uh, Saints Row 4. And you got that early, right? Last like week. a couple weeks early? Yeah. I got it last Friday. Have you beat it yet? The 20th. Uh, I'm, no, I'm not quite done with it. 
By the way, earlier when I said the game that I didn't know we could mention, that was the game Michael We can was mention playing. that we have it and we're playing it, we just can't... Uh, can we mention that Michael drools while, he, while he's playing it? <laughs> <laughs> we just can't uh, give uh, a review or any like... Or talk about it specifically for a little while longer. All right. But by the next episode of the patch, I'll be able to talk about it. I've looked over his shoulder. <laughs> I can't wait to play it. Yeah. I'm done to play it. So, uh, you and I should... Uh, we, we should play for a game time. Yeah, we should. Not. We haven't done a game time yet. We should do one, and we'll Let's do that one. do one. Uh, but right we have to wait in the bum. We'll have to wait until after it comes out. But this... We can record it now. This is an article that came out that kind of upset me. Once again, from Games Industry International. It's my new, like... Gamesindustry.biz? Yeah, not biz. Um, it, uh, this is an article about Saints Row producer attacks porn promotion. Uh, a Saints Row, that's, that's a sensationalized headline. A Saints Row associate <laughs> producer has criticized the use of adult entertainment stars to promote the franchise, but at the same time defended its portrayal of women within the games themselves. This is a quote from Kate Nelson. I did not always love how much THQ put an emphasis on porn stars. In Saints Row 2 and Saints Row 3, there was an emphasis on the penthouse girls and earlier Tara Patrick. I think it's important in marketing games to make sure that the essence of the game is what's being marketed. And I think the porn star angle didn't really fit in with what Saints Row is at heart, which is a parody. We like to poke fun. Yeah, but G there were porn stars in GTA, weren't there? Like Candy Sucks and all that stuff. How can you porn not say that porn game? stars would be relevant to Saints Row, the way that franchise yeah. is? Yeah. They have an anal rape weapon in it. Yeah, a probe. Anal probe, sorry. Not the same thing. They're probing uh, people. I feel like that's, that headline's a little sensationalized. She said attacks. Is that what the fucking headline says? <laughs> oh, yeah, attacks porn promotion. It was not an attack. I felt like it was, was a... It just a comment. Yeah, it was just a comment. Like a, ugh. And then, yeah. And that's and that's fine. I mean, that's part of that's part of the development process. She made particular mention of the way Patrick was given the title of quote special producer on Saints Row 2, a move not hugely appreciated by development team at Volition at the time. Well, that makes sense. That's kind of Yeah, you're giving you don't someone give hand away somebody's title when somebody else is working their ass off for 2 or 3 years to do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that okay, that sucks. Yeah. Hmm. Penthouse pets, they're a lot of player to add. Oh, Ryan Keeley's in uh Saints Row the 3rd. I didn't know that. Who's that? Penthouse pack for Saints Row the Third allowed players to add penthouse pets Nikki Benz, Justin Jolie, Ryan Keeley, and Heather Vandeveen. I'm gonna get somebody. Ryan Keeley sounds like a dude's name. To their to their gangs. Is it uh, a girl's name? Well, it's a penthouse pet. I would assume so. Is, it, is that only the girls? What's that? And then they're hunky dudes at the penthouse. I don't know if there are any hunky dudes. No, definitely Ryan's a female. All right. Well, we're at time. So, okay. Unless you have any last minute things, we're here. It's, it's time for us to wrap up. All right, I'm trying to think. So. I can't think of anything else. That about did it for me. All right. Well, thanks everyone for watching. We'll be back next week. And uh, oh, actually, we'll be back for a spoiler cast on Friday, RT Podcast Monday, and another episode of the Patch next Wednesday. And Brandon will be here. Wow. Get ready.